Hello, this is Scotty McCoy. I am author of the Ultimate Friday the 13th Trivia Book, and I am writing another book titled The Ultimate Slasher Movie Encyclopedia, where I am interviewing cast members from the Friday the 13th franchise. And I currently have with me Russell Todd, who played Scott in Friday the 13th Part 2. Hi, Russell. How are you doing? I'm well, Scotty. Thank you very much for having me. Not a problem. It's been a pleasure. I was very grateful that I could find uh, your information on your website. So, because I really liked your interview on even the Crystal Lake Memories documentary, I'm like, I have to interview this man. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you. No problem. So, the first question I have has nothing to do with Friday the Thirteenth, but uh, how did you start with uh, get your start in acting? I was I started as a model with a Zoli agency in New York, a terrific agency for men, and. Um, I was there modeling. I first sent me off to Milan, Italy to, to get care sheets, you know, pages from magazines to improve my portfolio. And um, when I came back, um, I was told that Chauvin Musk, which was a big cologne back then in the 80s, <laughs> that they were looking for a, uh, a new kind of face for the cologne, and they wanted me. And so I was booked on this Chauvin Musk campaign, which I believe was print and a commercial, uh, and I shot that in three or four days, and um, and that was the first real acting gig I got, and then I started uh, reading things in backstage, and, and also I had an agent at Zoli who sent me out on acting gigs, and, um, and Friday the 13th actually came out due to a backstage ad, a pub, a awesome. publication in New York on backstage. That's awesome. So, when you auditioned for Friday the 13th Part 2, what was it like? Well, I remember uh, being nervous because the first one was a big hit, and I thought, well, this would be cool to do the sequel. You know, to, It wasn't a franchise yet, because it was only the second one. Right. But I thought it would be uh, terrific, because I enjoyed the first one. But I don't remember actual the actual audition and, and you know what went down there. I just remember being nervous and wanting it. And I believe, you know, within a day or two, I was told I had the part. That's great. Yeah, it's been a long time. I know a lot of the cast members that I interviewed, they don't remember exactly how the auditions really went, per se, because it's been, like, you know, over 30 years ago. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we know that Steve Miner, when he was directing Friday the 13th Part 2, he was a very young director. So how was he at directing the film? It was great. He was really generous with the cast. Um, we could add our own ideas, um, and he had a he had a you know a good thought for where he wanted the film to go. So he had his ideas too, of course, from the director. Um, <laughs> but he's just a real likable guy, uh, friendly. He kept the set really easy and fun. And um, you know, most of the time we the cast was spending you know spending a lot of time spooking each other and trying to scare <laughs> each other, uh, which was always interesting. But, uh, I, you know, I remember Steve being a terrific guy. Right. I remember uh, a story that was told, I believe it was in the Chris Lake Members documentary, where uh, you, I believe Bill Randolph, and possibly John Furry, uh, where you scared Lauren Marie Taylor. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't remember the exact uh, story, quite honestly. Yeah. But I remember, you know, what we, we worked up at this place in Kent, Connecticut, uh, this camp. And uh, when we would finish at the lodge, we'd have to walk back to our to our cabins, individual cabins. Right. And it was down this long road with, with tall trees on both sides. So you couldn't see through the trees. It's just like they lined the path. Right. And I remember that, you know, when you'd walk back at night, you know, without a doubt, there'd be some crew member in there going, yow, 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 yow. And 
someone jumping out at you. So everyone always tried to scare each other. That was that's pretty fun, especially when you're in a slasher movie and you're being chased by Jason. The fact that you're getting scared like that on set outside of the film must be kind of creepy. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't care you know how much you know if you're standing right next to the guy playing Jason when someone jumps out at you and yep. it's dark, you're scared. <laughs> Definitely. So uh, describe how they filmed your death scene. Well, I remember uh, my friend John Caglione, first of all, casting my my chin and my neck to make the foam appliance uh, for it. So I remember that being done uh, prior to um, arriving in Connecticut. And um, once they applied that, they pre-slit it. Okay. So Shetty wouldn't have to really cut my neck. <laughs> and then they ran tubing from that all the way you know, down my shirt. I was upside down, of course, uh, for the shot. So it, when they did it, you know, the tubing is running down my shirt and down my pants to my ankle, <laughs> where it's connected to a big pressurized canister that was pumped for blood to start flowing. So I remember being upside down, and it was, you know, I was upside down for quite a long time. But, you know, <laughs> someone kept lifting up my head, so uh, I wouldn't pass out from all the blood flow in my head. <laughs> um, and uh, and it, was, it was my last day. So my parents thought it was a snuff movie because they couldn't understand why would they wait to your last day to kill you? Are they really going to kill you? <laughs> so I, had to, I had to reassure them that it was a Paramount movie and it was probably okay. <laughs> um, but I remember we really did it in one take because once, you know, it was action. Um, Jason, I, I say the line, where is she? And, and Jason pulls my head back and puts the machete to my neck and then, and goes across it. But if you look closely, I mean, one of the big things that people talk about is the machete is backwards. <laughs> I do remember seeing that. Actually, I was going to ask you about that. If you didn't mention, I was going to ask about if the machete really was backwards because it looked like it was to me. And I'm sure a lot of people noticed that. Yeah, a lot of people comment on that. And it was backwards. I don't know if that was a mistake or they did it to ensure that nothing would, you know, I wouldn't be cut. Right. But as I said, it was pre-cut anyway, so I was instructed as soon as the machete hits my neck and started moving, I was supposed to just lean my head back further, <laughs> and it would op it would open up the slit, and at that point, they started pumping the blood. Right. Well, they kept pumping and pumping, and the blood started flowing so much that, you know, it was rolled right down my face, my cheeks, into my eyes, so they, <laughs> you know, they had a cut at that point. But I think they, they cut... You know, much sooner than that uh, okay. in the film. They could have let it go a little longer, but uh, they, they cut it. Nice. So we know that your character, Scott, was a prankster, especially with Terry when she did the skinny dipping scene. So mm -hmm. what was it like work first? Well, I have one part of the question. I'm going to add another part to it. So what was it like working with Kristen Baker? And the second part is how was like the uh, skinny dipping scene? Was that like a closed set or how was that technically filmed? Uh, it was a lot of fun working with her. She's a really sweet girl, and um, I don't know whatever happened. I've you know I've tried to look her up to see where she is today. Although, having said that, I think I'm supposed to do a, an appearance. I haven't done an appearance in ages, except a quick little one for a few hours here in LA. But right. I, I think I'll be in Cincinnati. Um, it's either Cincinnati or Indianapolis uh, in September, okay. and it's a giant convention. And I was told that she might be there. So that's great. That would be true. Yeah, but uh, so. You know, I, I believe it was a closed set because she was naked. Yeah. And although, you know, what's a closed set mean? Because all the crew was there. So. <laughs> That's very <laughs> she true. Was, she wasn't shy. She didn't care. You know, she's right. acting. She's doing a role. Exactly. And, you know, we got along great. So there was no, you know, no tension between us, you know, during that scene. That's great. And, yeah. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun to do. 
That's good. So, uh, what was your most memorable experience working on Friday the 13th Part 2? Um, I like the, uh, the group work. When we're all together outside on the tables and John Fury's first introducing himself and telling us how, you know, he's going to run the camp. And when we were inside the lodge, um, I like this the best because it's fun to play off a group. And everyone was really terrific there. Good actors, good people. And, uh... It was just nice camaraderie and right. uh, very easy going to work off of each other. So I would say, you know, outside of individual scenes, I think these were my favorite with the group stuff. Okay, so what was the worst part of filming the uh, Friday the 13th franchise for part two? Uh, when it ended. <laughs> when it ended. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to continue shooting. That would have been great. Film. It looks like a lot of fun. I always want to be wanted to be in a Friday the Thirteenth film, but I'm not an actor and I don't want I don't live in L.A. So it's kind of hard. And like even if they film in Georgia, I'm in Pennsylvania. I don't think they're gonna film in Pennsylvania. Although they did well, do yeah, Jersey. No, I mean mine, mine was shot in Connecticut. I was living in New York and was shot in Connecticut. That's a good point. I mean nowadays it seems like a lot of it's outside of L.A. A lot of it's you know local, you know like on site, like in either Georgia or even like you said Connecticut or New Jersey was the original. New Jersey's not far from where I live. Right. That would have been yeah. that would be a dream. <laughs> I want to die by Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice to be uh, one of the people that was to because only a limited amount. Although there's been many many movies, right? Uh, from thirteenth movies, um, only a limited amount of people have ever had that experience. So it's kind of cool. Right. So uh, do you have any memorable stories that happen on set that you'd like to tell the readers about? Uh, so long ago, it's just. <laughs> Tough to remember stuff, you know. I can use the um, one from earlier too, where you describe, or you were talking about scaring people as well. It'll probably work. Yeah. That, I mean, I think you know. Yeah. So, definitely walking home from work every night, uh, you know, right. down that long path with the trees on each side, and people <laughs> scaring each other, you know, going kill, kill, kill. We're just jumping out, and even though you know you were just with Jason. Right. Yeah, you're still scared because you're a human being and you know exactly on a dark road. Um, <laughs> so that, that stood out. Um, other memorable experiences. Uh, it was cool when we all went into the into uh, into town um, uh, together and to hang out, right? And grab a beer or something. That's good. Uh, how old were yeah. you when you were fil- when you were filming it? Wow, how old was I? Uh, gosh. I'd be in my early twenties. <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure what it was. I know the film was in 1982, I believe. Yeah. No. The film was Nin- 1981, was it? I think it was 81. Yeah, it was 81. That's right, because it was a year after the original. Yeah, so that would, I would have been about 23 or 24. Cool. So um, we all. Re- this is a. I love this question because I love muffin. Um, remember Scott dancing with the cute, adorable muffin when Terry was "quote unquote" yeah. a bitch because she wouldn't let, she wouldn't, she would kept uh, rejecting Scott. <laughs> so, yeah. what was it like to work with that adorable dog? Oh, it's, it's always cool to work with an animal, uh, especially one that that behaves. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, the dog is looking at the trainer that just setting just off camera. So, right. the dog was very well trained, as far as I recall. So, it was a, um, it was a trained dog then. Yeah, it's always a trained dog. Oh, okay. You know, you know the different companies that you know have all sorts of animals that are trained, and they serve, they provided muffin, <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't think there were any problems at all. It was fun. I love dogs. I own a dog myself. Nice. I love so, dogs. Uh, 
What's that? I love dogs as well, so I, I thought that I thought Muffin was so adorable, and the fact the fact that they end up like killing Muffin, at least I think they killed it because I, I believe the ending was a dream. But I think they killed Muffin. Then they switched right to hot dogs on a grill. I was like, oh my god, that is so cruel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely over there. It was pretty <laughs> funny, but it was so cruel at the same time. Yes, very true. So very the true. last question I got for you, um, do you have any future projects are in the works? And also, do you have anything like that you would like to promote in terms of business ventures or anything business related to give the readers an idea what to look out for? Sure. Well, um, as I said, well, I didn't say, but I'm no longer acting, which is fine. I'm very happy being um, uh, an agent that represents Steadicam operators and drone operators and pilots all around the country. Nice. And I've had my company about 16 years, and that's a long time, and, and it's great. <laughs> I, I love it very much. Um, I will be appearing, though, uh, at this convention. I can't think of the name. I can look it up quick if you would like while you're talking. I know some names, but I don't know any that would be in Indianapolis, but I can easily do a search September 2017. Is it a horror convention? It is a horror convention. Okay. I just can't think of the name. Uh, it's a well-known... I know... Uh, let me see. Uh, let's see. Monster Mania? It's not Monster Mania. I don't think okay. so. Let me see. Um... And where is it at, you said? It's in either in Cincinnati or in Indianapolis. Okay. <laughs> it's one or the other. But there's going to be lots and lots of people from Friday the 13th Part 2 and I'm sure other Friday the 13th. In Indianapolis and... is Horror Hound? Oh, it is Horror Hound, exactly. Awesome, it's in Indianapolis. Yep, it's, on, it's from the 8th to the 10th. Yes, yep. So awesome. I'll be there that weekend. I think only one of the days. But, um, yeah, so that'll be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to that. And uh, and that's the only appearance, the other appearance I have coming up. And again, I haven't done one in years, and I haven't done one with these guys right. and girls. So it'll be a good chance for people to get together and, and take a group photo and stuff. Yeah, that'll be great. I mean, if you can, even if if you speak to a lot of people there that are that were in Friday the Thirteenth, if you can pass a, a, along the word to my book or whatever, that would be awesome. And like maybe I can get some more interviews. I want to make this book amazing with a lot of interviews from the cast. Sure, you know what you should do? You should send me send me an email like and just say to cast members of Friday Part 2, and I'll print it out and give it to each of them and with your contact info and everything. Awesome. Thank you very much. That would be amazing. No, it's my pleasure. My ple I can't guarantee they'll do it, but why wouldn't they? I know, exactly. And I mean, I, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't either don't use social networking or it, it's harder to or they're not, like, in the public eye anymore. For example, right. um, I interviewed Tiffany Helm, who was in Friday the 13th Part 5 the other day, and her mom was in A Nightmare on Elm Street uh, 3 and 4 as uh, Kristen's mom, uh, Brooke Bundy. Right. And uh, and I when I was interviewing uh, Tiffany, and I'm actually good friends with her, me and her talk a lot um, on Facebook, and uh, I asked her uh, in the interview, she would ask her mom for me, she, sent her, she said she would send her mom a text after the interview, and she texted her, and she said, absolutely, I would be honored to do an interview with him, give him my contact information in my email, so she gave me the email, I emailed Brooke, now I have an interview with her tomorrow at 6.30. Oh great! So Good that's that's really exciting. So I mean, I'm, uh, the word of mouth goes around, keeping in touch with the cast. Um, I interviewed uh, Stu Charno. The uh, he was actually my first interview. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was my first interview. I reached out to right. Bill Randolph. Um, I didn't hear back from him yet, but yeah, I'll send you an email and 
that would be great if you can get that out. I mean, even if they don't uh, don't agree to it, at least they would. Uh, at least you, you know you send it out to them, and it's out there for them if they want to be a part of yeah, it. Yeah, they'll have it. I'll give it to Amy and to John Fury, um, to Lori Marie Taylor, awesome. and uh, and Kirsten if she's there. Awesome. Thank you very much. That means a lot. My pleasure. All right. Well, you have a nice day. It was an honor talking to you, and I am so glad that I got to talk to you because I am a huge fan of yours, and I loved how your character was in Friday the 13th Part 2. I wish she would have stayed a little longer in the film. <laughs> see <laughs> see where your too. tricks would have yeah, went I, through. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, and uh, it was really nice talking with you, too. So. Nice talking to you. Have a nice night. You, too. All right. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Yep. Bye. Bye.